Happy 2023, everybody. Yeah. What the heck? Where did the year go? I can't believe we're already in the 20s, like well into the 20s. Yeah, that's crazy. When people say the 20s, they would say like 1920s, and now we're in the 2020s. Yeah. Wild. It's the future. We're in your 30. (laughs) In your 29s. (laughs) You're not far behind me, brother. I just wanted to point out that I am in my 20s (laughs) and you're in your 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much for all of the love and support on this. Yeah, you guys are absolutely amazing. We didn't expect that, and you guys are awesome, and we're just really thankful that you're here and that we get to hang out. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yes, we read every single comment and every single thing you guys said, and it just made us smile, so thank you. We've all heard the saying, opposites attract, but we're going to dive a little deeper into that and see... If we feel like that's always the case, is it just the case sometimes and yeah, exactly being, what that looks like? Some people say they're they're exactly the same as their partner. Like, like I would say that Kimber and I are a lot alike. Yes, definitely. I feel like I'm typically more drawn for me personally. That's why I'm so curious. You guys will have to let us know, but I'm curious if everyone is this way or if it's just me, but I feel like I'm more drawn in my relationships, like friendships, everything. I'm usually more drawn to likeness and people who are a little more similar I guess, to me or people I can relate to. Like I find a lot of value in relatability. I can 100% appreciate differences in other people and in the way that they do things and value that. And it can be so helpful and beneficial. But I think at my core, I am drawn to relatability in other people. Yeah. And and we could even discuss whether like friendships are different than relationships you know like I would say friendships usually people do look for like-mindedness like people who are like themselves you know right and I think maybe relationships where you're talking which you you could be talking about opposite sex in either case but or same sex friendships or relationships but I feel like friendships could be a little bit different than relationships. No, I agree. I see that friendships you usually see not maybe necessarily on a day-to-day basis and where a relationship you're possibly living with this person and you're with them all the time or at least every day at some point. Yeah. Last week we went over Kemper and, and my love story. And for me, I feel like starting a relationship off on a friendship basis, like a friendship level and creating that just like uh, enjoyment of being around each other. And I don't know, just that friendship is very important to like the success of a relationship. For sure. But that's kind of what's interesting is we just said, like, if friendship, you seek something different than a relationship, then it's interesting to think like, what that looks like exactly well let's dive let's get in. into it Kemper and I are a lot alike um but there are plenty of ways we're different I think one of the main ones that sticks out to me is the way our brain kind of processes information yeah for sure I'm definitely more 
of an external processor. If it comes to my mind, like it's pretty much coming out of my mouth or yeah. I'm just, I feel the strong need and desire to communicate everything that I'm feeling so that I can be understood. And that has a lot of pros to it. like Lots of cons as well. Uh, but It's a balance, but I, I'm definitely more of the type that just internally thinks through things, processes things. If I see something happen in the world, I don't externally work through that. It's more internal in my mind. How I, I work through how I feel about it before I'm able to communicate about it. Kemper will ask me, you know, what did you think about this situation? And if I haven't had time to think through it and think about, okay, who was right, who was wrong? For sure. I think I think that can be a good thing because then what comes out of your mouth is a little more filtered as maybe it should be. I mean, some things that are good to be raw and just, you know, real and not that once you've sat and thought through things, it's not. But I think that you're able to just kind of level out your emotions like within yourself and be like, okay, how do I actually feel about this? And let me not speak on it emotionally or what I'm feeling just right in the heat of this moment. I can take a second and process it internally pros and cons to both for sure but I think a con to what you just said though is that when you do take time to internally process it you don't get the raw real reaction and response which then can uh can I guess tempt people to uh, alter what's inside you can you can filter that's that's the bad part about it is if something inside is a real raw genuine feeling and a response it can then be filtered into something that is not accurate and a little bit maybe manipulative on the way out yes but i will say like for me something i have had to practice is like not responding immediately to my emotion and maybe that's because I am a little bit more of an emotional being than you are so things can get me very emotional and the way I might would respond in that moment may not would be the same way that I our emotions aren't a hundred percent accurate I would say especially in the heat of a moment your emotions get heightened and so once those settle back down to your just normal like levels that's how I want to respond in those you know moments when my emotions are a bit settled back down than when I'm when they're in their heightened state because it's not that's not my true real raw emotional state I get in that moment it is but it's like for example maybe years back when I wasn't as good at controlling my emotions and something happened and I would just react in that moment and then give it 30 minutes and I'm like okay maybe I don't feel as strongly as I did like and I maybe you know so again pros and cons to both for sure I think we've both tried to maybe like be a little bit more of the other like I've tried to sit on my thoughts and feelings a little bit longer before if it's something deep no if it's just us talking and whatever then you're getting what comes to my mind for sure but which that it almost forces you to be genuine it forces you to be organic and authentic because you don't have time to 
switch it up or change something in your mind or change something inside where it's like, that's not how I want it to be. It's like, no, who you are is who you are. And that's what came out. And so that's, I feel like that helps me on my side of it. I don't have to wonder, oh, is Kemp thinking something about the situation? Is she, does she truly feel this way? Does she not? I'm, I don't have to navigate that as much just because what is inside is what is outside, which on the opposite side of that, I, I try, I don't, I try to be as genuine as I can with my emotions. I don't try to filter them to right. be a certain way. It's just, I do want to process to make sure they're accurate. If I say something about Kemper's appearance or her character or her whatever, I want to make sure it comes across in a way that doesn't affect her negatively. Yes, that makes sense. That kind of, I feel like we kind of went into two different uh, ways that were a little bit different within that one. Those, the, the external and internal processors. And then yeah. also me being a bit of a more emotional being and to where you're a bit more of a logical yeah. being. Yeah. That, I feel like that. Yeah. So those two, I feel like those are two of the big ones where we're different. Yeah, for sure. My, I'm very practical in how I view the world. Um, I'm not as empathetic naturally as Kemper is, which that's the emotional side of it. She views everything through feelings and empathy and how it could affect someone emotionally. So that's a way I feel like it's good to uh, it's good to be different because there are there have been so many situations where I feel a certain way or I'm like really like feeling strongly about it and on one hand I love when I have someone that can feel that with me and they're like yes like I understand but then on the other hand I'll I'll like ask Jordan I'm like okay from a lot like I know I'm I maybe can't see past my feelings right now so from a logical perspective like is this crazy or like is this is me feeling this way valid and uh obviously all feelings are valid, but is it, does it make sense? Like, should I be feeling this way or am I maybe viewing this through a different lens where I appreciate having that like logical perspective on the situation where it can be a little bit more of an unbiased where there's not so much emotion involved. Yeah. And I feel like that does balance. I wonder though, if, could it have been an issue in our relationship? Like we've used it and see it as a strength and that we're able to balance each other and I can help you filter through your emotions and, and what happens and you can help me empathize with people and, and think through how they're seeing it. But could that have been a weakness in our relationship if we didn't choose to balance each other? Like, Oh, totally. I feel like there have been times where it, I think before we really like figured out like, okay, how I'm to work a, through yeah, it. Yeah. How to, how to navigate that. I feel like there were times where we probably were like, I'm like, you don't understand how I'm feeling. Yeah. You're just cut, you know, cause I think men in general, and then maybe especially like a lot more logical man, like we've seen this YouTube video before where it's uh, like men just want to fix. Oh, yeah. They want to, there's a, you come to me with a problem. How can I fix it? And I used to be the, the Mr. Fixer. <laughs> she would, cause I didn't know that someone could just want to share something emotionally yeah, and be heard and validated. And I think we've kind of uh, figured out in situations that, 
I think I've maybe communicated to you that I'll let you know if I want help <laughs> or if I want it to be fixed, because sometimes I just want to talk to you and share with you and for you to understand me. <laughs> My and... logical brain just does not understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've gotten so much better at that. And then to, you know, and then when I say, what do you think? Or like, how can I fix this? Or, or what is your logical perspective on it? And, you know, just like working through that, but totally what you're saying, I think it can be a blow up type of thing. If you are, you know, don't realize those things about each other. We just sit here the entire time and validate (laughs) that opposites attract and then invalidate (laughs) it right after that. (laughs) Getting nowhere. Right. No, I, I do think finding ways to balance your, your oppositions as well as balancing how you're alike is the the ultimate goal, you know? For sure. I think one other way I can think that we're a little bit different, a little more surface uh, thing is I'm a bit more of a, especially the older I've gotten, I'm a bit more of a homebody to where you like to adventure and um, just go do new things. And, um, I definitely think we found balance with it because I do like to adventure and I do like to, um, go on trips and go and do different things. And there is a part of me that likes, likes to be home in a peaceful, quiet setting, you know, for sure. And so I, I don't know if we've kind of, uh, leveled out on that yeah evolved over time to where we kind of balance in this situation where we could have I guess butted heads and uh I just wanted to go all the time and And you wanted to burn out yeah we have hit times though where we we'll be traveling for every other week we're going somewhere flying and that is an adventure for me that's kind of what I live for those are the highlights when I look back at life that's just like Man, that time was amazing. We were, I was planning. We were, uh, what's the word? Jet. Jet setting. Jet setting. Yeah. And then the older I've gotten, the more I've gotten flight anxiety. So <laughs> it, I'm so much, if I know that we can go somewhere and we like are able to drive there, I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then it's like, or it'll be like a 20 hour drive. Yeah. I'm like, we could do it. Like, You're starting to get crazy <laughs> with that, which especially with pregnancy, we, she doesn't like the idea of, of putting her and our little baby on a plane. And it's such a, I, the risk is so low, but the fear is so real (laughs) let's maybe talk about some ways we're like pretty alike we've kind of said a few but yeah we we're bad at we're bad at just really going off on yeah yeah just really chasing the rabbit (laughs) we both love to laugh yeah you'll you'll find out quickly on on these episodes if i can be around someone that makes me laugh we're you've already you've already checked a lot of docked a lot of points in my book and Jordan makes me laugh multiple times every day. Thank you. We just had a trip with friends, um, in the, in park city, Utah, we went on a snow trip and we kind of had a reflective moment at the end of the trip where we're like, what's your favorite, what was everyone's favorite part of the trip? And my answer was where anytime where everyone is laughing, everyone's smiling, we're all kind of in conversation or in on a joke. We find a lot of value in the moments of life where you can be 
so worry free and stress free and anxiety free that that you can just let loose and laugh for sure I feel like we value along with that too like not just oh yeah we just want to laugh all the time not get contrasting to that we within that same group we have super deep conversations like you know dive deep into things and I love that as equally but definitely you know there's a balance between the lightheartedness and just like fun and then also like getting deep with people and going deep about your thoughts and feelings and everything like that there's more I could say to that and want to say to that but we got to move on (laughs) right um one thing we find a lot of similarity in, which you could probably see from the outside world, is what we do on Instagram. Um, we take photos. We enjoy taking photos. We enjoy working together. And I feel like that comes from just an appreciation of beauty, um, whether it be like in fashion with Kemper putting outfits together or me putting my outfits together, us being able to go out and take pictures of that, which is photography. Um, yes, like sunsets. We both are fanatics about sunsets. I remember one time we were with people at the beach for something and I remember this. We were like walking down and there was the most beautiful sunset. Me and Jordan were like, oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. And we like took off running to the sunset. We turned around and the other people were like nowhere to be found, (laughs) couldn't care less. And so we can, we find similarities on that. We can relate to each other. Um, We both love like relationships and human connection and just kind of analyzing that and talking about it and thinking through why people tick the way they do why do people behave this way why do they handle situations this way why do they view life through this lens um if you've ever been in a conversation with us and we haven't brought up enneagram or love languages or something dealing with human interaction yeah and we both love the idea of love and i feel like that that leads us to our next point where we both see eye to eye on believing in God. And we believe that one of our like most valuable priorities in life is loving people. For sure. And I think we connect on that on a deep level. And so relationships and people and loving people matters almost more than, than anything else. Yeah, I agree completely. I, uh, saw this TikTok where, um, this guy was going around handing out like newspapers and he was taking just like donations. Like if you have a quarter, like that's great. If you have $5, that's great. Um, fast forward to the end of the video, the guy ends up, I think giving him, um, the man handing out newspapers, like $500 or something like that. And the man is just so like taken by that. And then the guy who gave the money ends up saying to the newspaper guy, I love you or something like that. And the man just lost it because he's like, I haven't heard those words in so long. And yeah, there's just, I feel like so much power in, love and loving people and someone feeling wanted and valued and desired and loved. And I think it's something that when you grew up with family and friends close to you and things like that, we can take for granted because we've had it for so long and there's people out there that don't get to experience that. And it's such a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I feel like I relate to that so much. If you compare that to other things in life, you know, things that we find value in, whether it be fitness goals or career goals, financial goals, for Kemper and me, I feel like that trumps them all, you know, making someone feel valued and seen and heard and loved and cared for. It's just, it matters so much in life. For sure. And so you can see how much Kemper and I do have the same values um, and are alike a lot, but other ways we are very different and we've learned to balance those things in our life and turn them into strengths instead of maybe points of weakness. So that's just some ways that we are alike and different. Let's dive into whether we actually think opposites attract or what is what is the real thought and idea behind that and when it comes to other people or things we've observed in other relationships as well yeah when when I was thinking through the question do opposites attract uh, before we started I was just thinking through like there are different levels of who you are that can be similar to others or can be opposite of others and I was almost thinking of it like almost like an avocado where you have you have skin or surface characteristics about yourself or things that you like or things that you find interest in um then you have the mushy middle which are deeper things about who you are I love the mushy middle <laughs> and then you have the core or the pit and it is just the that is who you are to the core. I think if we start off with the skin level of things, these things do change in people. They are things that could change as frequently as day to day or week to week or even seasonally. I would say things like the foods you like, the maybe some hobbies, if it's not something you absolutely live for. Um, it could be and this isn't your style your style yeah that can change definitely these things aren't cement categories somebody their style could be the core of who they are if you truly believe that i i believe life you're supposed to dress you know uh dress on trend and that matters the most that could be a core of who you are but to me it's a surface level thing you know I'm, yes. I'm not saying that anything we say is a skin level and this is the mushy middle and this is the core. It's just it can change depending on how much you value it. Um, but I think people can change on the skin level. I don't think this matters as much. You know, Kemper and I have so many different like surface level things that are just different. These aren't the things that maybe make or break the in a relationship of like, oh, we're too different in these ways. It's just not working. Those maybe aren't the things that that you really look at in, are we a lot alike in this way? Or are the things that maybe matter the most in the similarities sure. and differences? You can pull 1,000 couples, successful uh, couples with great relationships, and look at their surface level of who they are and have so many differences or they could be exactly the same I think you're just going to find a variety so what's the mushy middle what what what's entailing the mushy middle so I think the mushy middle would be things that can change 
maybe they don't as frequently. Maybe maybe it takes a few years for them to change. When I when we look back at our relationship, we're not the same people we were in 2014, 2012. Right. And so I think these things, it starts to get a little more uh, drastic in if your relationship could be successful or not. I think some of these things would be maybe your hobbies. If you are very passionate, it, I know a lot of guys enjoy golf. And if that's something that probably isn't going to change, that could be a core, you know, that could be something to the core of who I am. I'm going to golf for the rest of my life and no one's going to change that. That'll never change about me. Right. And so really just trying to see, okay, when you say opposites attract, I don't think we're talking about the surface level. I don't think we're talking about things that change all the time. I think we're talking about like the core of who we are, you know? Yes. Yeah. So more of the mushy middle would be parts of your personality. Um, if they're not deeply rooted in who you are uh, over time, wouldn't you say that some of our personality has changed between like you and me? Yes. I would say, um, even just what we were talking about, about, um, maybe like more emotional and logical. It's like, I don't think, I think there's a core base to that. I don't think I will ever be a hundred percent logical being and you'll never be, those are just core, like who you are. But I think that they can definitely adjust like and shift a little bit to if, if you're willing to. And I think there are people who are just, you know, firmly set in, in, in those things and maybe aren't willing to change and adjust. But I think that those things are things that can maybe be fine tuned a little bit. Agreed. And they, and think they can change, especially if someone desires it. And it's, it seems that it would benefit the relationship. Um, I feel like people, we need to learn and grow. And so some of these things in the, in the mushy middle can change. Um, I think things like maybe your favorite vacation spot, because I've always talked through, are you more of a mountain snowy type person or more of a beach type person? Yeah, well, I feel like we both love our spots. You love the mountains and the snow and that brings you like happiness and joy. And I think if that were something that I just completely like discarded and we never tapped into that side where and we only did my spot which is the beach and (laughs) you know and everything like that but I also love and find beauty in the snow in the mountains and I think you love and find beauty in the beach as well but I've learned to over time right I think that's why we we would we would categorize that as that's in our middle layer yeah because I have found things and I've learned to like things about the beach and learn to appreciate where I may would have never if I lived a life all alone I might would have never gone down to the beach that often. Right. You know, I would stay in the mountains. I find more refreshment and more uh, recharge in the mountains. I wish we were closer to like snow in the mountains because it's always like we are in driving distance of a beach, like seven hours or so to get to a beach. But I think the closest like drive anyways to a mountain and snowy area is... 20 plus quite far yes but which I'm down for let's take a road trip (laughs) (laughs) I do not drive well and you know that I know and you are the one that usually drives yeah about eight hours is my mark and and anything past that I start getting tired for sure it's a it's a long drive but I feel like if someone were alike in that way 
that might would benefit their relationship. Yeah, totally. If they both love the beach, the alike in that case scenario might would attract people more to each other. If both people work eight to five jobs, they work 40 plus hours a week, they don't get a lot of vacation time, that really matters over your entire life looking back at it, you know, the places you got to see, the places you got to live or like at least vacation, that could matter a lot to someone. That could be the core of who they are, you know, and being alike in that matter, I think would attract you. Right. I think another area that could be in the middle for some people is whether you like to go out on the weekends. Oh, yeah, that is a big one, I feel like. Because even talking about working and working nonstop throughout the week, what you choose to do on your time off could matter a lot. For sure. Or if one person maybe values, um, again, going into the love languages a little bit here, but quality time or something in a relationship. So it's like when they do, they're not working or they aren't busy, they may want to be spending quality time. That's what's going to make them feel loved and recharged. Um to where someone else may value, like you said, going out or um, whatever that may look like. And again, I just, I think those are, like we said, mushy middle things that you can not change completely, but fine tune and adjust to meet the other person's needs that you're with. Yeah, I think that's really good. And I think thinking through that, people who are alike, could enjoy going out together or could enjoy, you know, going to the theater, doing things together on the weekends, or that could be kind of where they clash, you know? For sure. One person wants to go out and do something a little more uh, high energy party type thing on the weekend and somebody else sees it going out as more of like a peaceful, let's go to a, I don't know, piano bar or the opera. Yes. No, I think... um it's just like compromise. I, I think that is at the core of, at the end of the day, every relationship and making it work if you're, you know, truly trying to put the other person first. And that doesn't mean losing who you are or the things that you value and enjoy, but it's just compromise. Like you are doing life with another human being and they have feelings and they have desires and it's just taking those things into consideration and compromising maybe your own desires which I think you bring up a great point I do believe the mushy middle is is compromising ground yes At surface level definitely change and if Kimber told me for me to love you you never have to eat chicken nuggets again I would never. <laughs> I would never eat chicken nuggets again. It, it doesn't matter that much. It's on the surface. Like, I'll change anything pretty much. That can also, I feel like, could go a whole um, into another. What, whole, chicken nuggets? <laughs> about chicken nuggies. No, I feel like that can also, it's so important to have a, like, a healthy relationship and just for both people to um, work on themselves to be healthy um, human beings or have healthy mentalities because just to that point I think it could get very um, 
toxic if oh, just I see you know, where you're going. Like I was you trying just, to figure out like manipulating into saying, Oh, you need to compromise here and change. Totally. This. Like if someone is maybe like super insecure or they um they just struggle with trust or different things like that. And they say, Hey, like you can't you can't ever speak to another female ever again, or, you know, I'm being maybe extreme, but something to that degree where it can get, okay, that's maybe not right or like healthy. So it's like, that's a whole nother, I think, level of finding appropriate boundaries or or being like, that's, I don't, I don't even agree with that or, you know, I don't know. I think you kind of led into, you're getting into the core of who someone is, even though that one's just, I think the core of all human beings, we all need to have connection and conversations with other people, whether you encounter someone, uh, at the grocery store or at a party or whatever, like. I believe you should be able to talk to the opposite sex. That's just something I believe that's at the core of who I am. Not, not in a flirtatious way, but just kind of like, it's the example you gave of you can't talk to any other girls or whatever. Like, I know that's kind of shallow. It's very shallow, but I would say that's at the, the pit or the core of who we are is I believe people should be able to talk to other people. Totally. And, and there are some understoods that I think should be in every single relationship that's my belief but uh, some other things that could be at the core of who you are I would also say that these things don't change okay these they could change I guess over 10 15 20 years um as far as like I think they might would just change naturally not because you want to or because you're trying so hard we watched the show Love Island and uh, they always talk about you're changing me or something like that. And it's like, I don't know if he's like, you're changing me. And then a new hot girl walks in <laughs> and he's like right back to the old ways. And it's like, sir, that's not the change we're talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about for, for things that are at the core of who you are, I would say they rarely change and almost go as far as to say they don't change. I think one huge one at the core would be, what we believe the purpose of life is, you know, why are humans put on planet earth? What are we doing here? What's the point? For sure. I feel like there's people who have been raised in a certain belief or way of thinking. And when that's the case, I typically feel like people are pretty strong in that thought process or that mentality. And then I feel like we've come across a few people in our lives that um, they've just said, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I believe. I don't know what the, per- like the purpose is, or I don't know what the, the big picture or things like that is. So I think with those people, they can obviously kind of go one way or the other, maybe depending on who they end up with and what their um, beliefs are and things like that. But definitely if you kind of have a foundation of what you believe and, and everything like that, I feel like that's pretty rooted in who someone is. I agree. And I think at this level, I'm not sure opposites do attract. Yeah, I think that there can be cases where if if what you believe doesn't require um, 
certain things. For example, if you are a strong, um, like Christian, or you believe in going to church every Sunday and, um, you go to a temple to pray or whatever that looks like. And you desire for the person that you're with to be a part of that with you and do those things with you. Share your values. Yes. I think that can get dicey. I think there are people out there who have completely different views on those things and maybe they're okay functioning in those ways separately. I've heard stories of um, people having successful relationships and they, you know, have very different beliefs and they just don't, they're okay that they're different. They don't feel like they have to be the same in order for them to function and thrive and that this person goes and does their own thing and this person doesn't. But I think there's definitely situations where people are like, no, I want you to come to church with me. And they're like, well, I don't really believe in that. And then it can get dicey for sure. Yeah. And I think that comes back to maybe your view of relationships and how, what your view of relationships. And this is an interesting thought. Your view of relationships, though, could be at the core of who you are. Like, I think my wife and I should be very close. We should do similar things together. We should be best friends. Whereas someone may would see a a wife or a romantic partner or whatever as someone who we share a house with at the end of the day. And maybe we do our complete separate things. But and and the wife is kind of responsible for raising the kids. And so I even though I'm not in the picture as much as I'd like to be. That's just how I view relation. And that could be the core, you know? I think maybe for most people that how you view relationships, friendships, and romantic level relationships is at the core of who you are. What you desire out of those. Do you desire something super intimate and deep and meaningful? Or is maybe kind of your life more important and you're not too worried about having a romantic relationship that is so valuable and deep and and meaningful? No, for sure. I agree with that. I think at the core of who you are to like someone being independent or someone being dependent, I feel like those are pretty core qualities that can result in different mentalities or functions of life. If you're more independent then like you said, like we kind of do our own thing or that's what you desire, like maybe two people who are independent. So that would be like they're similar in those ways and that really works for them. Um And then some people, I think one person can be independent, one can be dependent, and you kind of have to find that compromise there. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's, I don't know if there is a clear answer on do opposites attract, yes or no. I feel like it is, human beings, there's how many billions, trillions of human beings in the world, and we're all so different, and we all desire different things and function so differently that I just don't feel like you can put a definite answer on that. I think that half of the people in the world can value um, relatability and similarity and find value in that while at the same time valuing differences. And maybe there is a person that's more drawn to someone that has, if you wrote it out on paper, they have more differences than similarities. And then I think there's people who you write it down on more on paper and they have more similarities than differences. So I feel like at the end of the day, opposites can attract with compromise. (laughs) 
like I that. completely agree with with everything you said. It's just do opposites attract? We're to the end of the episode, and the answer is it depends. <laughs> it depends. I think in our, if we're if we're just talking about in our case with our personalities, I feel like it, the answer would be no, maybe because I think we both value. Um, similarities within each other I think if you wrote I mean we kind of did write a list of like ways we're similar and ways we're different and I think the similarities like outweighed the differences I think we have more ways that we're similar than that we're different yes I think I think we are more similar but I think what matters the most is back to our avocado the pit and the core of who you and I are they are alike and I think people at the core of who they are, things that will not change, things that they were born this way, they are this way, this is what I believe about life. I think those do not need to be opposite. I think I think you need to share similar beliefs at the core of who, who you are. Um, I would say we're both more dependent type of people. So I wonder if, so I feel like that's kind of the mentality we're functioning off of. I wonder if you took two like more independent people who at their core had different um, like values and different things and that they could, since they are like more of an independent person, they could be with someone and look at that and be like, man, they're so like they, I'm this, 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 and they're this, this, this. And I love that. Like we're so, we're so different. And like, maybe you know so. what I'm saying? Maybe I don't know. So. I just, I can't imagine a life that way. You know, I think it's because of I, who we are. Yeah, for sure. That's why I say like, we're I, attracted. I, th- I guess we are me, you and I are attracted to people who are similar to us. Like, like we've shared very similar core beliefs and we love that we're the same because we don't, we don't differ in that area. For sure. I feel like I love, um, have it. And, and again, I think you can differ in areas. Like you said, it's what you found value. in. so for a friendship, for example, I can be friends with someone where in certain areas we do things very differently, but because I am more, I guess, dependent and I found value and relatability at the things that really deeply matter to me, I guess, like communication or empathy or um, love and uh, selflessness and things like that, that those core values that I find, I think in friendships and relationships, I very much value those things being um like similar or alike where that may not be the case. I feel like in someone else. Yeah. And and that's yeah, such an interesting point. I just, for me, it's hard for me to imagine two people having opposite, not completely, but at least a few opposite core beliefs and core values, the pit of who they are and it, it being super successful. I, I completely think you can be completely dedicated and not cheat and, I guess it that goes back to how you view relationships. Do you think they should be intimate and deep and close and close knit? I just couldn't see two people. I feel like part of the thing that makes us so deep and so close knit is that we have the same core beliefs. It would be very difficult for me and you to be so deep and intimate and connected if at the end of the day you think it doesn't matter if you murder people like 
For sure. But I think that's who we are as people as we value deep, intimate, like connected relationships. And that's what we value. So those core things being similar in us (laughs) are what's good. So to us, in, in our opinion, do opposites attract again i don't even feel like for us <laughs> no i feel like even for us though like we can't say yes or no because it's such a definite thing like we have opposites where it works and like i said i i'm if but you our are opposites comp- are in the mushy middle yeah 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 the cores aren't different uh-uh. i guess okay but so that's all, but you kind of are arguing that where you say like we just that is what we what we value in relationships is at the core of who we are, where maybe that's not at the core of who they are. Right. So their relationship with their romantic partner may not have to be that deep. That's in the mushy middle for them. Like, for I don't sure. really care how my romantic partner handles their life and their business. And I don't care how deep we are. I just at the end of the day, I want someone at my house in the evening to to eat with and having the bed next to me. OK, so our. Our, I think our, we have more of a, a our findings solid from this are: do opposites attract at the avocado skin and the <laughs> avocado mush? The mushy middle. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> at the core, not your so much. Pit, your pit should be similar in our opinions, and maybe maybe we'll get tons of comments. It's like me and my significant other's core is completely different. We love each other so much. For sure. I think that's, again, just comes back to who you are as a person, what you value um, in relationships and things like that. But yeah, what do you guys think? We want to we want to know like your thoughts or your experiences. So maybe kind of what some things you think are in the middle, the mushy middle of your relationship and, and some different things where you differ from us at the core of who you are. And it'd be interesting to see. For sure. We're on Instagram. If you want to message, message us there, it's um, better half JK. That's all one word. And we're also on Twitter. Is it better half JK yeah. on there as well? So you can tweet, at us this was a fun topic to kind of dive into and i feel like we had a lot of uh revelations ourselves with it so we'll be releasing new episodes every friday so make sure you turn on your notifications and thanks for hanging out with this it's always a good time enjoyed it guys have a great day